remix the dead. I'm remix the dead. I cover music and life, learn day and night, and I grow over my family so they can thrive. Welcome to the remix the dead podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing today? This is Ryan Greenwood. I am Remix the Dad. I am bringing a pre-recorded episode to you. Uh, it's with my dude, Mr. Anthony Johnson, the dashboard pastor, the awesome dude over at Anthony's Godly Guidance. Man, go check out his stuff, man. We just had a simple conversation. We thought we were going to get into the COVID stuff and we thought we were going to get into some of the racism stuff but we actually get into kind of more of mental health for ourselves and that 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 peace that we can um that we can either turn away from or actually embrace because one of the questions i asked him was and i i deal with this a lot myself is um being able to transition from my work life, being an employee to home life, husband and father. Um, And then also I even have a hard time transitioning from being a podcaster and creative type back to uh, either a good employee or a good husband and father. Um, and cause I'm all, I'm constantly thinking about stuff and sometimes people don't think I am present and I'm not because I'm thinking about, Oh, what creative thing can I make next? What, what cool thing can we put out there? Can I put out there uh, that can help people, but I'm not present with the moment. Um, And I think that was a really good topic for the both of us at this moment in time, because as I'm, as I was sitting there watching Anthony, he was playing on his phone and I was mentally elsewhere. It was kind of one of those things like, all right, this stuff needs to be brought up right now. You two are in the same room, but you are in two different places. Um, and that's how a lot of us live life. And unless we take control of it and also communicate with those around us, like, Hey, I need this. So I please help me enjoy this time. Please help me, I guess, transition into something amazing. It's like Optimus Prime. No, I'm just playing. Um, transition into where we can have a great experience instead of fighting or something like that whether that is saying hey honey i need to put down my phone for a while or hey sweetie i need to go downstairs and listen to music and just jam out for about 45 minutes um i believe we all need something like that and we need that communication and praise God that like I've been able to try to communicate that with my wife. Um, sometimes she doesn't get it, and sometimes I don't get it with her. 
so but we give each other space and we give each other the the time and the so we can go be unique to ourselves and not forget who we truly are and we can also build and grow in those times so but i have i really hope you guys enjoy this episode it was a short episode um because like i said we were both tired and distracted and whatnot but it was it was still a oh man it's a, it a great episode so definitely check it out and Draw me a link. Um, let me know what you think and draw me a review or whatever. And I'll talk to you guys real soon. All right, guys. Peace out. What's up, Anthony? How you doing, man? Chilling, my man. How about yourself? Dude, I'm good. I'm been hanging out at, at the house, man. Working on some music, working on some ideas. You know how my brain is all, is all scattered a lot of times. <laughs> yeah, I understand that. I, I have that. I have that similar problem with scattered brain. Too many things going on in the mind, not focusing on one at a time. So I get it. Yes, yes. It's kind of like my, my walls in the basement where you got a little bit of Toy Story here, you got some hockey over here, you got stuff sporadic everywhere but it's like that organized mess like that organized noise organized noise so you know what i'm talking about i hear you You organized mess i'm a firm believer in that man uh that sounds like my desk my work desk is organized organized madness and people go messing with it i'm like hey now i can't find it let me let, let, let me let me file it under this pile of junk right here. <laughs> I'm getting better though. I'm getting better though. I gotta be more organized with with my current position. We gotta be able to find paperwork. Not <laughs> <laughs> paperwork. Right. Yeah, uh, it was funny when Becky and I first got together. She'd go and clean, and I told him throw off my organized mess. I'm like, I can't find it. She's like, you couldn't find it to begin in the first place. So I, I was like, I know it's in the general area, general vicinity. I can find it. No, it's, yeah, she just thought I was ridiculous, but man, what you been up to? Ah, man, you know, working, doing a family thing. Not, I mean, not a whole lot, man. You know, doing my doing my show on uh, on uh, Facebook Live. Not that I'm trying to plug that, but it is the dashboard pastor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shameless. <laughs> uh, no, man, just doing that. You know, doing pretty much, man. Just thinking about a lot of stuff. I've been I've been thinking a lot. There's a lot to think about, so. My mind is constantly somewhere processing something else going on. Dude, I feel you. I feel you on that, man. But do you do you sometimes find find it hard to be in the moment, not only like by yourself or even with other people? 
like and enjoy the moment with with those enjoy those times because you are thinking about so much stuff that's interesting I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm glad that you asked me that because I could never pinpoint what it was until you just asked that and yes I find myself in that that same like there's stuff going on everybody's you know with family this this and this and I'm just and it's not that I don't want to be there it's not that I'm not happy about who's around me but there's times where I'm just like you said I'm so everywhere with my thought process that I have a hard time just being right where I'm at and say I'm thinking about this over here or this over here or this that upset me here or this here or someone else said this in the news or someone that came to me with this and all this stuff is constantly going through my head that I can't even just process and sit and focus on where I'm at. I found that I had the hard time with that before all this stuff started going down, but I found like I, it's been happening a lot since. And I didn't have a, I didn't have a word for it. Until you, <laughs> you, you just asked me that. Do I have a problem being in the moment? Yes. Yeah, I, I actually had to tell Becky, and I've had to tell a couple other people, like, I need, I need a moment, especially after work or something, or especially after I'm done with the podcast or working on something where I can transition into <laughs> being present with you and, and enjoying the moment. And since we've had that conversation, it's it's been a lot better. Um, I'm able to have a smoother transition into those moments with my wife and daughter instead of just being like okay go from work to to podcast to dad husband mode yeah i'm able to be like all right well just shift those gears i guess you could say that's a good thing i need to i need to work on that i need to be better about that and sometimes it didn't even it didn't even about the transition sometimes i just random thought comes out the blue and it catches my attention so much that I just, and I'm gone. Squirrel! Right, and I'm just processed on that, that I'm here, but I'm not here. So yeah, now I gotta, I gotta work on that. And this is the first time I've voiced this out loud, so now everybody, <laughs> so now everybody gets to hear. <laughs> oh, that's what that fool was doing. Accountability. I wasn't trying to do it, I guess, right? And, and the crazy thing, like you said, it's nothing that I was, I, it's nothing that I try to do. It's nothing that I strive to do because I'm not, it's not like I'm like, hey, this is the greatest thing in the world to just brain be everywhere that I can't, I can't be where I'm at. But hmm. you gave me something to think about, man. <laughs> that's, that's what I do, man. I, I, that's what I, that's the kind of stuff I think about. Like I'll sit there and be like. Hmm. Just like that. Won't even vocalize. I'll just think about it. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. All right. Yeah. Well, I get. I guess so, man. Plus. Go ahead. Now, when I get home, I'm gonna be thinking about this. <laughs> when I get home, I'm gonna be like, "Oh crap, I'm doing it." Plus, I, I just love the the psychology behind it too, because um, you know, you know, Cliff. Cliff Jones, shout out to him. What up, Cliff? And we we've had we've had conversations about like mental health and being there for our families and stuff. And 
I think it's I think it's important to have those conversations. Cause because yeah. back in the back in the day, like our our dad's day or our grandparents' day, a lot of a lot of men couldn't open up the way we're able to now. I agree with that. So and I, that's what I like about platforms like this is we're able to be vulnerable and not and I'm not talking about like being like a submissive right. wimp or anything like that, but I'm talking more, hey, I'm feeling some kind of way. I'm having these these feelings. I can call you up and be like, dude, I don't understand, but I'm I'm feeling this kind of way without you calling me a sissy or a, right. a punk or anything like that, right. which 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 is cool, and I appreciate you for that. That's great. I mean, cause I I mean I've been I've addressed this. I believe on both the the podcast and the DVP at some point, but I've had this conversation in my job with, with some of the youth that I've been working with, and basically, I mean, I've even had this conversation with my family, you know, about like there had always been that stigma that men couldn't be vulnerable, and you know, men are supposed to either be mad or horny. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, that's where it was always that you can you can show when you were horny, you can show when you were mad. But if you were sad, then you were a punk, you were a sissy, or whatever whatever adjective you want to use. And yes, I grew up in a. My dad was not always like that. I didn't feel at first. I mean, mind you, I was a little kid. So there was a lot of stuff when I was a little kid that I didn't feel like I could address. And it wasn't just coming from my dad, it was coming from my uncles too. Just that, that feeling of, you know, I just gotta, I gotta suck it up. But then my dad was one of the ones who started opening my eyes to... Crazy enough, I, I inadvertently went into the same career path that my dad did in human services. And as my dad was doing that, you could see the change and how he interacted. And he would talk to me about these sort of things where, you know, like you can express this. And it, you know, it wasn't a, you oh, a sissy. Now there were people, there were people in my family and I'm not gonna name blast anybody, but there were people in my family that I just, I didn't, I didn't say anything cause I didn't want to hear it, you yeah. know? What's wrong with you? I'm, I'm straight, don't worry about it. Yeah, that's one of those questions, what's wrong with you that really triggers me. Nothing is wrong with me. I am human. <laughs> I feel these emotions and I am, I'm okay. I'm alive and I thank God that I do feel these emotions though, such as the stress and the anxiety, maybe sadness. Cause if I didn't, I'd be dead. So nothing is wrong with me. And I had to, I had to explain that to a couple people who kept, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Cause I, that even stems back to my childhood where I've had family members, I'm not gonna say any names. What's wrong with you? Are you stupid? What's, what's, what's going on? And that's why I think that triggers me so much where it's like, and I know that's one of those buzzwords triggered. I'm a white guy. Um, <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, it's one of those things that it, it kind of messes with me, but I can, I can communicate and I can, I can let people know instead of 
sitting back and exploding later like a beach ball out. Cause you know, you know, the beach ball when you put it down underneath the water and it pops up. I don't have to do that anymore. We don't have to do that anymore. Right. So. Well, that's not one. The trigger. When you say triggered, <laughs> my profession. We. That, that's all we talked about is triggers. <laughs> so. <laughs> I, that you saying that is not out the norm to me. I hear that all the time. What triggered this? What triggered that? But yeah, you know, I agree with you that we don't have to be that. But it's also a hard habit to break. Yeah. And I don't, I, I still have this mentality of just keep it to myself. And not because I'm ashamed of what I'm feeling or not feeling, but because now it's more of a, I don't want to burden people with what I'm feeling. So I'm like, I just, I got it. And sometimes that's a good thing and sometimes that's a terrible thing. But, you know, I, yeah. Well, there's some stuff that you, you could put out there and people do want to help. People, and then it's good for you to, to, to release it. Um, but then there's also some things that you put out that there or you hold in that aren't meant to go out there because some people will use it as ammo. Right. And, or gossip or something like that. And I've seen that my whole life and that's why and that's why around certain people I am quiet no I completely agree with you, man. <laughs> there, there's, I completely agree and there are times where I say something and after I say it I'm like dang I can't have that back I shouldn't have said that yeah even if it's not necessary it's just perceived that that's going to come back and bite me even if it doesn't I'm like gosh I shouldn't let that go and it's funny because I, when I was a teenager, in my early 20s, I didn't know what to call that. You know what I'm saying? I didn't realize I was, <laughs> so the, the term passive aggressive came to me. I was watching, we were at a, um, a comedy show. And it, it's um, the one over there by where the Westminster Mall is. I forget, is it Wits End? Wits End, yeah, that's close yeah. down there. Oh, shoot. That's been closed down for quite some time. Oh, yeah, I knew that. But we were there, and the, the person was talking about passive-aggressive, and I was sitting there, and I'm like, huh. Because this is before I went back to school, or this is what I was in the process of schooling before I got to the counseling courses or whatnot. And he was talking about passive-aggressive, and he started talking about, well, if, you're, if you do this, 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 then you're passive-aggressive. And I was like, dang. I do that, and that, and that, and I'm like, oh gosh, but you know, it's hard to not, based off what we're talking about, it's hard to not be passive aggressive, because we're taught to either, <laughs> one, be passive, or to be aggressive, there's no in between, yeah. so it, it's just, it's a slippery slope, man, and like I, what I start off with, it's just hard, there's certain things that's hard to old habits is hard to get away so there's stuff that'll that that'll be said or done that I'll just nod my head and be like hmm alright and I carry that with me and I carry it and I carry it until like you said until it just pop and now I'm spitting everything that I was upset about and it's not a good thing and I even being aware of it 
I'm not as good as catching it. And, and it almost gives some shame, you know what I'm saying? Because I know better. There's a lot of, uh, I could go over and on about well, that. Well, then, then, then you feel like you get into that, that vicious cycle where you, where you feel the shame for speaking out, and then you kind of go, go, that, go that spiral route, right? Mm-hmm. And I, at least once a week, I feel that. Like, I'm just, like, I'll say something, because I, last week, Sam was whining about something, and I ended up just blowing up. I, and then Father's Day weekend. And so I felt like a big old turd. And I was like, well, you're a great father, aren't you? And then the enemy was kind of getting into my head, and I was just, I, I went down that sp- spiral and what not not necessarily hurts but made me like really break down is a couple hours later even the next day when when the one I just snapped at because of my own feelings my own insecurities and I didn't take the responsibility to control it like I, like I should have, which I'm human, which it's gonna happen sometimes. But hearing Sam say, Daddy, I love you and you're the best daddy ever, I started tearing up, man. I cried. And she asked me what was wrong and I tried to explain to her the best I could. And she's almost, she's, she'll be seven in January, but just trying to break it down, not only for her, but for myself. It was one of those like eye-opening things. I was crying. <laughs> As you said that, man, it made me think of something that I was saying with uh, at the house. And I mean, it's similar only in the, the way of the reaction. So people, if people listening are like, how do you connect this? My dog just turned one we were um, we were sitting there and he did something and he and it upset me and I was getting at it and you know I, I, he knew he was in trouble so he's trying to run and I was getting him and I got him and I spanked him and you know he and he laid down or whatever two minutes later he was at my leg and he had his head on my leg and he was on and I had this I had this moment, and I think I might have said this on um, one of the podcasts, or I know I've said maybe it was at youth group. I don't remember where I said this, but I remember saying this, and it came back to me. And I spoke to my kids, and I said, "See how this dog is? That's how we're supposed to be with God. You know, the dog is like, okay, you got on me, you chastised me." But I love you, regardless. And I'm not gonna hold that you just had a moment against you. Yeah. And I was like, oh God, I had that moment. Of, <laughs> oh man, yes I know. And so I'm petting him and I'm thinking that that shame that we're talking about is hitting them. I'm like, oh man, you you know better than this. But as you said, because we are flawed, things happen. I believe the worst part about when things happen is we allow that shame to come in 
And instead of understanding, hey, I messed up, that was bad, and moving on, we think that was bad. Oh, so how can I be so dumb? How can I be so stupid? How can I be da 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 da? And the enemy, the enemy is only responsible for like a small bit of that. He just throws the suggestion out there. He's like, yeah, you were stupid. You shouldn't have did that. We're like, yeah, you're right. And spirals down, down, down. He's like, all right, I'm gonna let you alone because you're gonna destroy yourself anyway. I'm gonna go over here, give it somebody else. He pretty much buys that ticket to the carnival, and then we ride the rides and eat the candy. Basically, diabetes. <laughs> But, uh, man, yeah. That was a good conversation. <laughs> that was good. Hold on. Hold on. Thank you.